With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, y'all gay listeners. It's Cam and my wife, Taryn, from the Staying Up podcast. Don't you just miss the good old days? Like when we couldn't get legally married? Well, no, obviously not that part. But I mean, when you just have sleepovers with your best girlies all the time. I mean, yeah, sleepovers are the best. You're staying up late. You're talking hot goss. Mm-hmm. And you pour your little baby heart out before maybe having a little moment under the covers. Oh, mm-hmm. well, lucky for us, we get to do that every night. But once a week, we invite you to join in. So tune in every week to Staying Up, where we drink up, cozy up, and stay up. We'll see you there. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Y'all Gay. I'm Ever Maynard. And I'm Allie Clayton. Today, we got a real special guest. So special. Corinne A. Eskridge, she, they, he, a pastor of the Waybridge Congregational Church. Yeah. And we're going to talk to y'all about Southern gay icons, being gay in the church, what you can and cannot do. And guess what? You can do a lot more you than you think. You can do a lot more than they A lot saying. more than you think. And I'm I'm no I don't want to give me spoilers away, but might be a few cuss words. <laughs> might be a few cuss words. We're gonna find out who's a juggalo. And it's a lot. A lot of people are. And I and I got in trouble for it. <laughs> Allie got mad at me. <laughs> Allie told me I was to like, stop not in bringing front of the juggalo. pastor. Pastor says pastor may or may not say a cuss word. <laughs> oh, not with us. But um, they do. They did. They did. Okay. They did. They said it. And you know what? You can mm-hmm. have sex. You can have <laughs> sex. <laughs> Y'all know already. I perked up on that. I said, really? Look, guys, you're going to love this episode. I don't care if you if you praise God or you praise Clay Aiken. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Give it a listen. Give it Enjoy. a listen. You're gay. You're gay. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now. Y'all gay. What? Okay, so tell our listeners a little, to, a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. Yourself. So I am a minister. Hence the reverend. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's real. Um, and I'm a, I'm a queer person. There are probably more queer ministers than people realize, which is fun. Um, yeah, the denomination that I'm ordained in is the United Church of Christ, um, which is a mainline liberal denomination. So um, yeah, and I serve a church right now in Vermont. Um, just outside Middlebury. Um, I do that. Yeah, I serve the church, and I also spend a quarter of my time working with kids and youth one-on-one for the mental health services agency here. Wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. We're excited to chat with you. So I'm just Um, going to say up top that Corinne is a listener that reached out and I just want to say, we've had quite a few other listeners reach out that wanted to come on, and you are the first one that we've actually been like, yes. Um, yeah. So y'all, well, don't get offended. If we said no to you, you're just, you're not a reverend. And <laughs> that's, we we were like, a gay reverend? Yes. yes. <laughs> we want to talk to this person. Yeah. How did, okay, but how did you get, like... I don't know. I there's such like a stigma or like a fear, at least for me, like in queer people going to the church. Like, mm-hmm. how, what was that path like? Yeah, for you. Well, so first of all, I'm honored. I did not know until that moment. <laughs> I am the first <laughs> listener. Um, yeah. So it's been a journey for me. So I was raised in the Southern Baptist Church um, because. My family, yeah, Allie's dancing. Yeah, <laughs> my dad's family's from Arkansas and my mom's family's from Southeastern Virginia. 
Um, So while I was raised in the D.C. area, which is really not the South for all intents and purposes, I was raised by Southerners. Mm -hmm. So um, like my whole family was very involved in that church. Um, The church I grew up to going to, to as a kid, my dad's parents were also members. So like we had like three generations of my family there. And it was really the center of like my family's social like life mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well. So, which I liked, like I grew up as a kid really enjoying going to church. There were a lot of friends that are still really, really close to me. None of us are in that church anymore, spoiler. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I grew up in that church in that tradition. Um, And then as I got to, really it was high school, I started to like just see more of the world and start thinking more critically. And I didn't have the language for this then, but I was really starting to like think critically about like race and class and was starting to see a mismatch between what I was like hearing at church and what I was like experiencing in the world yeah, and seeing yeah um so that gap just kind of kept widening and by the time i was done with high school i was kind of done with church for a while i needed to take mm-hmm. a break yeah and i'm glad i did um and then i eventually found my way back not to the southern baptist church but to other denominations mm-hmm. um i call it my denominational wandering stage. <laughs> um, Did you ever do Episcopalian? I, I want Episcopalian for a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what is the, oh, so what is the difference yeah. in, I guess, the denominations? Oh, boy. Well, Episcopalian is a lot like Catholicism, but you can be gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... You, you okay. can. In, in most places, it kind of depends on who your bishop is. Um, Mm -hmm. which is difficult for, you know, friends of mine who are Episcopalian, but yeah, so. So you like can be gay, but only if you have a bishop that's like, it's okay to be gay. Yeah, you can be gay. Yeah, like, especially if you're, if we're talking like you're a minister, especially, your bishop has to be okay with it because your bishop is kind of the one who signs off on your like ordination eventually. Um, See, I don't like that. Yeah. That makes yeah. me mad. Yeah. So, um, did you, so do you have your a bishop? Path been? Yeah. I do not. So, Fuck my. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> my tradition <laughs> is uh, congregational, which means mm-hmm. that all of the decisions are either made by like the whole congregation or like committees of people that are voted in by the congregation. Mm-hmm. That aren't all older white men. Well, that would depend on where you are and like <laughs> what your church looks like, but no, they definitely do not have to be. No. Nice. What was your like pathway into like no, I I want to be a minister. I want to reach out to queer Christians mm-hmm. or LGBTQIA plus Christians. Like that like what has that been challenging? Has it been hard to get these folks to the church? What have you been finding? Yeah, well, so first of all, I want to say that I totally get all of the very good reasons that queer people might want to stay away from the church. Like, totally get it. Um, and so for me, my so my finding my religious, like spiritual path was very connected to understanding myself as a queer person. Hmm. And the way that ended up working for me is I was in New Orleans for a little over a year for work. This was back in like 2014. Mm -hmm. And I ended up finding a church there that was a, is a United Methodist church, but one that has like pride flags outside year round. And it was the first church that I'd gone to where there were just like queer folks, just like part of the church, like just in the congregation. 
Um, and so that for me was a Im really important, I mean, really life-changing place to be um, because I started realizing that it wasn't that queerness and faith were incompatible. It was that there were certain churches saying that it was and acting like that. So, um, yeah, so I found my way to the UCC uh, when I moved from there to Connecticut and just kept getting more and more involved. And then went to a national gathering of the, it's called the Open and Affirming Coalition, which is the UCC's like LGBTQIA plus group. And Remind me, what's UCC stand for again? United Church of Christ. Uni that's right, United Yeah, Church my denomination. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was getting to be there in a place that was both queer normative and had people who are at all different places in their own faith journey. Mm -hmm. And having those things together was really, really important. And so... Where'd you go to school? Yeah, Sorry I would, to interrupt. No, go ahead. I Where'd you go to school? Yeah. I went to undergrad at William & Mary in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Which is in the South. That yes, definitely. definitely in the South. Uh, is Am I thinking right? Is William & Mary kind of queer? Um, well, I think so, yeah. So I wasn't out then and also didn't yet understand myself as a queer person. But like thinking back, it's it's pretty well because it's very like nerdy, and I think attracts people who um, are very committed to whatever it is they're working on. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. there's definitely a queer yeah. like okay. niche in there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, when did you were like come out? Like when did you like realize you were queer? And were you already in the church? Were you already like a part of the church or like getting your minute? Like to become a pastor or a reverend, did you have to get like a, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. I guess. What did you, like you said you got, then what do you do? You just like, I want to be a pastor? Yeah, I'm curious as to like how that yeah. related to your realizing you were queer and your path in mm -hmm. Christianity. Yeah, so I realized I was queer uh, when I was in New Orleans attending that church, which I'll give mm -hmm. a shout out to it. It's Rain Memorial United Methodist on St. Charles That's Avenue. It's a lot of words. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a fantastic church and means a lot Wait, to me. Wait, is Rain the name of, of the street? No, it's okay. Rain, I think, is like someone's last name. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's on St. Charles Avenue. I was like, okay, is that short for Rainbow? I mean, yeah, it should it? be. For that <laughs> church, it would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I came out, and so I moved from there to Connecticut, to New Haven, and was okay. like, I'm going to move and just like be out when I move. Cool. Like, kind what of year? Felt, what year was that? That was 2015. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. And it went really well. Like, found an awesome group of queer friends pretty soon mm -hmm. after I moved. And that was, yeah, just felt very comfortable, like exactly where I was supposed to be. So, so I found a church there in my now denomination and mm -hmm. got super involved, like felt super welcome. Uh, but as like a, like a lay person, a non-ordained person. And then it wasn't till I went to that national gathering that I- Every time you say that, I think of the Juggalos. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> gathering, I'm like, of the Juggalos? Okay, yes, now let's have a Christian group. Yeah, the ONA. So, gathering <laughs> how many juggalos did you meet <laughs> i mean none that i'm aware of but you never know i mean never know. wouldn't that be fun you find out somebody's a secret juggalo <laughs> i feel like juggalo freaks <laughs> and i mean that in the best way um yeah. are pretty open about their juggalo hood yeah right they're pretty proud to juggalo that's true they're proud that's of. true that's no. true you never know like if you were a church atmosphere, if you were a juggalo though. if you were a juggalo like what kind of face paint 
would you have? Oh, would I have? Yeah. Oh, man. I have never thought about this Across. before. But, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably something like that. There we go. There we yeah. go. <laughs> or like okay, so a star, the- <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds okay. fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So you're at the National Gallery of the Juggalos. Yes. <laughs> Gathering of the Juggalos. Gallery. And you're like, yeah, you're at the Gallery of the Juggalos. Like, yeah. just look at, you're just looking at them. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and you're meeting queer friends, and you're out. Yeah. When, have you always been a reverend? Did you, were you reverending churches there yet? Like, no, Did you go to yet. school? Okay. Did you have to get, like, a degree? Yeah. So the process at, took about four years total, which is about average. Um, And it was a pretty intense process, which is as it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for three of those years, I was getting my Master of Divinity Mm. in seminary. Um, And then I was also... Sounds like a metal band. I know, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Like people at Yale and other schools used to joke about like, what do they do up at the School of Divinity? Like... Is that what it's called? The yeah, Yale Divinity School. Mm -hmm. Yale. Yale. Yep. Dang. Yeah. Wow. It was. You know, it was Yale. It was has its. You were really the master of divinity (laughs) then. Has its. You know, it was Yale. (laughs) But also, you know, gave me a lot of great opportunities. So I'm grateful for those. And also, very queer. There are a lot of queer folks at the Divinity School. Mm. which is fun. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How many queers? Did you count them? (laughs) Did I kiss? None. Is that inappropriate to ask? No, it's not inappropriate to ask. Okay. I, I like, kept it away from the div school. That seemed like the best way forward. Um, But, I mean, I would say... There's probably like 300 students there at any given time. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) no. But like, I'd say a good like. What what did you say? Ever queer? (laughs) I said they did they kiss. (laughs) I did not. They kiss. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, did not. (laughs) And that's how you get your master. (laughs) That is how you master divinity. Exactly. Just like that. Yep. <laughs> okay. So you get your master's degree in divinity. Mm-hmm. Then is this like, is this the first church that you've been a pastor at or have you pastored? No, this else? is the first one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How long have you been there? Just since November. Wow. So not yeah. even a year yet. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Are you like creating queer like outreaches? So I was reading this book about gay LA. It, it was written mm-hmm. like early 2000s and they talk about how like the some of the churches out here were the first meeting spaces and Jewish synagogues were the first meeting spaces for queer people. And I found that was very, um, I, I didn't even think about, I, I, contradictory to what I would think. Right. I would not think that it was like to be an open space. So are you working on like any um, outreach programs that you're excited about or like, ministering or you know holding small groups like yeah I definitely have plans for a lot so I've been lucky enough to connect with a lot of queer organizations here in Vermont uh, that are already operating which seemed like the best way to go Um, so for example there's a, a Vermont youth organization for queer youth called Outright and outright a juggalo exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so so i'm hoping to get more involved first they come out as queer then they have to come out as a yes 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 yes. that's how it all works yes that comes out at the year 13 mark (laughs) you come out and then 13 years well i was i was gonna say like didn't you all have that moment like in yes, your coming mm-hmm. out journey, that's just yes. what we yes, all. Yes, I did. Okay, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> that was in high school, though. <laughs> I love to shop at Hot Topic. Insane clown posse? Are you oh kidding me? <laughs> Anyways, okay. So you're working. I think I'm you're so projecting ever. 
Honestly, I'm just looking for any kind of community. And I hear about these juggalos and they're being themselves. And I'm like, that is the freedom that I want. Um, okay, I'm so sorry. Now we're back on topic. So you're working with all of these like queer, like outreach mm-hmm. programs that already exist. Like, and you're like, no, this church is queer friendly. Like we're open, we have open doors. Like, Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. hoping to figure out a way to create some more queer meetups in mm-hmm. the county that I'm in, which is Addison County. And mm-hmm. we're not that far from Burlington. It's about maybe a 45 minute drive, but that's like the city. So there's like a bunch of queer stuff that happens up there cool. already, mm-hmm. which is great, but it would be ideal to not have to drive like 45 minutes each way, you know, yeah. for oh, every queer event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is your congregation mainly queer or is it everybody? They're actually not. They're mainly straight. Oh, shit. You know, as far okay. as I know. Yeah. Wow. Submersive. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Wow. And they're all like accepting and. Mm hmm. Yeah. Wow. Do you wear a robe? Like, what do you wear? Yeah, I not in the summer because it's hot. But yeah, 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 I usually wear a robe and a stole. Which is like a colorful. Wow! Fun. I, yeah, I know what nice. that is. Yes. Whoa! So what? So do you get to choose what you like teach and like preach about and y'all yeah. study? Yeah. Wow. Which is fun. It's and it's a you know a big responsibility too. But but I enjoy it. You know, it, mm-hmm. the congregation really wants challenging sermons. They said when they were interviewing me, and so. I was like, okay, we're gonna bring nice. some challenging sermons then. Um, and they've stuck with me. And actually, I remember, so before to officially call me as their pastor, I came up for a weekend and led worship on Sunday morning. And then right after there was a Q&A where the congregation could ask me any questions and I would respond. Um, and then they would vote. Like I would leave the room, and they would have their own discussion this and vote. Stressful. It was pretty stressful. It was. It was. But the Q and A was awesome because I remember at one point a congregant raised her hand, and you know I called on her, and she was basically like, "I was so excited." to read in your profile that you identify as queer and that that's important to you, but I don't really know what that means. Like, can you tell me more about that? And Which was awesome. this? <laughs> exactly. That was all they needed to know. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my Juggalo camp. And then we moved on Tever? to Tever? the next question. We're okay. gonna, need to, we're okay. gonna need to drop the Juggalo. Okay, good, okay. Um, so it, I loved it. I loved that question. I and what was your that. answer? Because I know it was not what I just did. What oh, boy. <laughs> My answer. Yeah, how come you get to do that and I can't bring up Juggalos? Because you brought up Juggalos 50 times already. <laughs> I did that once. <laughs> now we're, now we're, we're finding track. In front of a pastor's, huh? Oh, my God. Do you do couples therapy, too? Or couples mending or couples worship? What is it? Yeah, I mean, when folks want to get married and they want me to officiate, I do three or four sessions with them, which I wouldn't call counseling because I'm not trained as a counselor. It's more like I just ask questions and listen well and just learn about them and their relationship Mm -hmm. and what's important to them and then figure out how I can incorporate that into the ceremony. That's wow. lovely. Baron, that's lovely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I want to know, how did you answer this question? What is yeah, a queer? How you, yeah. How did I answer yeah. this question? Yeah. Well, I know I started by thanking this congregant for the question because I really was happy to have the chance to talk about it in front of everyone. Like, this yeah. is, like, a lot of people. Um, and so I think basically what I said is that I identify as queer and at that point I also was using lesbian as an identifier and I still kind of do not as much these days um, and said that you know my 
journey into queerness is is never going to be over. Like I see it as like a lifelong journey, kind of like how I describe like a lifelong faith journey. So it's I think I don't think a lot of people talk about that enough. Like mm-hmm. especially, you know, was talking to someone who felt like they were getting a lot of grief because they identified as pansexual. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, actually, no, like, I'm I'm a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And people were upset with them. Mm. And I was like, no, we're allowed to change. We're allowed to grow. We're allowed to experience. And we're allowed to be like, right now, that's not suiting me. Yeah. Like, I think that's a beautiful thing to talk about and a beautiful thing to address. Because queerness is a lifelong journey. It's not like, well, I'm here and I'm this. It's not rigid. It's exciting to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's basically how I explained it. I was like, you know, for me, queerness is a lot more than just one relationship in my life Mm -hmm. or even a couple of relationships in my life. It's about how I approach like every day, basically. Um, So that was that was fun that that felt good to be able to talk about that yeah. so openly like right from the beginning yeah with okay so i'm reading to like you i do have to ask about this you went to a weekend camp in july for moc trans mask folks yeah what was that like and where was that like yeah so on the topic, I'm, I'm just of, gonna ask because I'm about to Google MOC and I just what is what is it's MOC? masculine and of center, masculine of center. So here's this, and then it's like just a uh, oh okay yeah. yeah I'm glad you, I see I got that because I wouldn't have understood that I on the Google. I honestly was like thinking I knew what it meant, and then when you said masculine of center, I was like, oh, that's not what I thought, but I understood. Yeah, it's like trying to be kind of an umbrella term, but umbrella terms are always imperfect. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... But language is important. It is. And awareness is important. Yeah. So I yeah. guess, what does that mean to you, for, for you personally? Yeah. So on the topic of queerness being like an ever-evolving thing, I, for the past couple of months, have been identifying more and more with a non-binary identity mm-hmm. and which feels really good and mm. and also I really love my butch identity so mm. like I'm bringing both of those together I mean and you're killing the hair game yeah like, Great yes hair game. yes exactly um and you know there's this feeling that comes from not me, like from somewhere outside that makes me wonder sometimes if I can still maintain my butch identity and and be non-binary. And mm-hmm. I definitely can, but like mm-hmm. that feeling still comes up sometimes. And one of the really beautiful things about this camping weekend is that there was such a wide array of identifications um, from, you know, there were folks who identified as trans mask who were binary trans, who, you know, identified as a trans man. There were a lot of folks like me who claimed non-binary mm-hmm. and there were all kinds of pronouns that folks felt, you know, that they had claimed for themselves and all different kinds of journeys, you know, and like people at all different points in those journeys. So So what is it? What do y'all do? Yeah, and how'd you find out about it? Oh, I found out about it on Instagram. What is it called again? I'll send you the info. It's called Trans Mask Camp. And- um, Well, did it used to be called Butch Camp? No, I think this is a separate thing. Okay. Yeah, so the, there were five organizers. It was in, up here in Vermont in Worcester, Vermont, um, on land that was, that's owned by one of the organizers whose name is Murphy. Um, And so they just had this idea about like, what if I just make this camp 
with the help of others where like trans mask folks can just come and be together for a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. tagline to the camp is that it's for anyone who never got a chance to be a Boy Scout. Oh, that's cute. I love that. That's awesome. Which is for sure me. Did you get any badges? Oh man, there were no badges, but we did get to try archery (laughs) and there was splitting wood. Yeah. And there was like intense fire making, like flint and steel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm hmm. And did you have to sleep in a camp or like in a tent or were there little cabins? There, we all brought tents. Um, nice. Okay. And yeah, it was, we just were there Friday through Monday. And there was a really good mix, I thought, of like structured events that you could participate in like archery and mm-hmm. other stuff. And there was, but you didn't have to. So people could kind of choose. How did, okay, I have to do, I do wanna ask, like, when you like go to these camps or like when you're in your like out and about, like what do people say when they find out they're your pastor? Like, did that come up on this camp? Oh yeah. Yeah, I knew, you know, so I'm used to it enough by now that people are always kind of like, oh wow, like a pastor? Yeah. Like, okay. And then mm-hmm. they're either interested enough to like ask a follow-up or they're like, change a subject immediately. So I just kind of go with whatever happens. Whatever cues, um, yeah. But actually at the camp, I met someone who is there who lives in New York City and goes to a UCC church there. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So, so does this church? What is it? What is it weird? called? Uh, so Middle Collegiate, which is in it's in Manhattan. Um, I'm gonna write it down in my dream book. Nice. Ooh. It's a great church. Like amazing ministers. Like it's a kind of church that like you know about if you're in this denomination, even if you've never been there. Like it's a big church. Like a big deal. Wow. Very mm. queer. Mm-hmm. Does this church have queer beginnings or no? It's just very accepting of queers. Yeah, not specifically, but, okay. and it's it's still, I want to be clear, a journey for the denomination. So let me think about this. Back in, I think the early or mid 2000s, um, there was a, like the national level of the denomination mm-hmm. became open and affirming, which is our language for like open, like welcomes Everyone's and affirms welcome. all queer people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but each individual church has to decide if it wants to be open and affirming. So there's like a whole process that is involved where you like as a group, as a church discern and like write a statement, like a covenant, and then pass it. So just Damn. so just because a church is in my denomination doesn't necessarily mean that they're open and affirming. Um, obviously, I think it would probably be obvious, up like in New York City and like a lot of the churches in New England are open and affirming, but not everyone. So, so it's still like, it's great that the national level is open and affirming, mm-hmm. but we've still got for sure some work to do because it is yeah. possible to find a church and even walk in and not realize till later, like, oh, this is one yeah. of the ones who hasn't like become open and affirming. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my chair keeps making farting noises and like I'm not farting. And <laughs> Ellie, that's something that somebody who is farting is saying. Hey, I'm not. I, I, you, we didn't even hear it. Nobody even heard it. That's somebody who's like, if y'all smell a fart, it's not me. And then, like, what? no, you farted. I didn't. The thing is, is that I'm normally when I do this, I'm not wearing pants in my leather chair. And today I wore jeans. And now it sounds like I'm just tooting up a storm and I'm not what's (laughs) 
Well, we I haven't f- heard anything. So okay, good. good. Well, Neil, if Neil hears something on my audio, Neil, I'm sorry. Just do your best with it, and I'm not farting. Everybody knows that you're farting, and that's okay. You know what? I do fart a lot, and I would say I if do I fart farted, a lot. I would say and I farted. Have you ever had anybody <laughs> fart loudly during, <laughs> during church? church? Oh my gosh! I love how every every podcast, Allie and I around this mark around the 30 minute mark we turn into a little voice <laughs> I we love turn it. into it's great it's great um okay yeah I'm who sure farted what's happened. their name <laughs> yeah shame them yeah I mean so luckily I'm up at the front usually <laughs> so it would have to be very loud and you could be like <laughs> to make it up to me yeah but so you've yeah, never heard a fart at church not for not all from the pulpit Okay. Not all the way. Okay. Do you carry a staff? No, but I could. What is that again? I'm a staff. Like, like a, a rod. Like oh, a, yeah. No, I don't. And that's yeah. to hit the people that fart. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. What do you do for fun? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't talk to a lot of pastors. That's why I'm like. Oh, yeah, what y'all doing right, for fun? Yeah. Well, yeah, what do y'all do for fun? I feel like there's this thing of like, I mean, can can you go to bars? Can you? Yeah. Dance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you don't use foul language, but no, I do. I do oh. often. Oh. Not do like say like from the pulpit say, unless it's necessary. Okay. Sometimes you need an F word. You're not like, can I get a you fucking said amen? You said the F word in church. I think I have. You've said that. yeah. Prove it. <laughs> We're like, so you can say the where are the tapes. Say yeah. <laughs> No, like a little 12 year olds again are like, oh, you could say the F word, say it. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean. Was it like, stop fucking farting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so when Damn I. It. Damn it, Susan, was that a queef? <laughs> God fucking bless you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, what do you have to do to go to hell? Is oh, I don't believe in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you believe in hell? No, I do do not believe in angels in heaven. I don't believe in like quote unquote like traditional heaven, like something in the clouds above us. I -hmm. for sure believe in angels. I believe in angels. I believe in angels. Yeah. Now, do you believe the angels are our loved ones or our past lives or like, what is it, Serapian or whatever it is with like the thousand eyes? Y'all know oh I'm going to need a definition of that. That's, um... Is so, that Catholicism? No, no, no. That's that's in, in the Bible. The Bible describes angels and it's pretty creepy, actually, because it's like, oh. they have like six wings and like, like Everett was saying, like a million eyes I don't and like there's that. they're red like they're fiery it's kind of scary do you think they were like on like um acid when they came up with ayahuasca that? and they they saw like an angel's orb like a red orb and they're like i mean i think, think quite possibly like this was wow. a kind of a vision you know mm. a vision yeah yeah wow okay so are they trying yeah. to say all angels are red with six wings and a thousand eyes all of them just the one. Right? There are a couple different types that the Bible describes, and okay, none of tell them. Tell me about a like pleasant one, because I yeah. really don't want to have that in my head anymore. Well, well, there's not really a super pleasant description. So, just imagine I'm, like you can imagine whatever you want. Don't worry about. I just imagine like uh, Emma Thompson like on the Angels in America DVD. Great, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think about Juggalos. Yeah. Juggalo angels, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but what's another angel description? So for me, I don't really imagine them as having any kind of form, really. Mm-hmm. I imagine them more as like a presence. Yeah, um, cool. that's nice. Yeah. Too, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So at divinity school, did you have to like memorize the Bible scriptures? Like, did you have to do a lot of research? What are they telling you that they're not telling you? (laughs) 
I didn't have to do a lot of memorization, which was good, mm-hmm. except for like exams, like prepping mm-hmm. for those. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, one of one of the tracks that we took classes in was like about the Bible. So oh, wow. we would read like the Bible itself alongside like scholarly articles about mm. like that scholar, biblical scholars have written. Um, so So it's a lot of like, interpretive material like we were learning how to interpret Interpret. this ancient text that has been interpreted over and over again for thousands of years so yeah does it actually say anywhere in the bible you can't be gay no oh take that ah yes it does not my brother doesn't and what about abortion does it say anywhere you can't have an abortion Nope. In your face. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Not yours, but, you know. Yeah, in their face. In their face. face. Their faces, yes. I think that that's, like, a big issue for me with with Christianity. And it's, like, a lot of times because I, you know, come from North Carolina where... Literally, some of the worst people I've ever met in my life are, like, the most judgmental, the most racist, the most homophobic. Or, like, well, because I'm a Christian, you know, as a Christian, I don't believe in that, like, type of thing. And I'm just, like, it's almost like sometimes when I... Like, since Trump era and stuff, like, when I see an American flag now, like, I feel like... Like scared, I'm like like almost like I'm seeing like a rebel flag or mm-hmm. like a Confederate flag, um, and sometimes like even when I hear like the word like I'm a Christian, especially like when I'm in the South, like I like I equate that almost. Oh yeah. To the same thing, and I mean that's not very fair of me to do. Um, well, no, they're people who specifically want to do that. You know, they mm-hmm. they want people to think Christian and think about their very narrow beliefs. Um, and that really upsets me because there yeah. are, you know, I'm also a Christian. You know, we read the same text and come to radically different. And also you went to school for it. True, for I did. The, yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, more than these bigots Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean you ever throw that in their face you're like well i went to yell well i they probably would be like you mean that yankee school like yeah liberal like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. true true yeah it's it's, are you on like do you do tiktoks (laughs) i'm not on tiktok but I know, like, other ministers who do, yeah, I was, like, have yeah. really good TikTok ministry. Yeah. Nice. We have a TikTok. We don't use it. Yeah. yeah. We, we've never TikToked, <laughs> we but we have we've it. We've never TikToked. I mean, is that something that, like, when, like, kind of going back to that, like, f- fear, like, have you experienced that as a pastor being like, oh, I feel afraid? Have you, like, visited a church? another church and been like, ooh, this feels scary. Yeah. Does my question make sense? It does. Like, or this is uncomfortable or like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, usually I think I would just avoid those churches. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, that's true. It's easy enough yeah. usually. Like, so the way I check to see if a church is like, its version of open and affirming is, First of all, go into their website, and usually it'll be very apparent if they are. So mm. if you're having to like look around and you haven't found it, that means probably no. So I, I haven't been like on a Sunday morning, but I have been to like friends' weddings where mm-hmm. I was very conscious that like I and like my plus one I brought with me, like that we were the only queer people in this space. 
Um, yeah. We know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one time the minister put that together too. And then at the reception came over to like me and my then girlfriend and like introduced himself and his wife came over too. And I like couldn't decide if that felt good or not to have yeah. like oh. the minister be like, I am confirming that you are the visible queer person here, Oof. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel unsafe, but it felt weird. So, do you think he was trying to be like woke and ignorant? He was. I like, think so. I I think I'm an ally. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it came from a good place. Um, mm. I think he was projecting like discomfort onto me, mm-hmm. which like, I mean, I felt a bit of, but like, yeah, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Where? don't do that. Like in the future, like don't. Yeah. Be, except it's different because I am visibly queer. So yeah. Did he know that you were a reverend? That you were a pastor? No, I wasn't. Did you tell yet. him? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I feel like there, I've also encountered. Like, I don't think it's right to be gay, but like I love and accept you. I love mm-hmm. and accept you, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that's not acceptance. That's not. No. And that's not really actually not loving me as well. No. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've, I've had family members like. Yeah. Say that to me. Me, me too. Like, not oh, really? as okay. directly, but I've had them. Well, actually, I take that back. Maybe some have said it pretty directly. But yeah, it's the old like, what is it? Hate the sin, love the sinner. Which oh, yeah. is yeah, that not trope, that whole thing. That's not it. Like that's not that's not loving that's not at all. That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah, that's not how this works. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, where? Okay, where can our listeners, if they're in Vermont, if they want to come visit, like where is your church? So it's in a little town called Waybridge, which mm-hmm. is just outside of Middlebury. So. It's more likely. I think you might have said this. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's more likely we they'd talking. be coming to like Middlebury or like passing okay. through. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm on Instagram. That's probably the best mm-hmm. the best way to reach out. Um, but it'd be awesome if people. Renee would be the out. first listener I follow back. Wow. <laughs> Again. Wow. So Allie's honored. full of sass. So honored. Do y'all do church picnics? That's one thing I do miss are the church picnics. Yes. I me too. That's growing up one of the like mm-hmm. best memories from church where did, yeah, Okay, so the church you grew up going to, did anybody like fall out from the spirit or like speak in tongues? No, so cuz they did we at my church. That, yeah, we weren't that charismatic. Mm-hmm. We weren't that oh, the, what kind a, of church. What a diplomatic turn. There were like too many white people basically, in the church I grew up in. And, mm. like, yeah, that just wasn't wasn't the vibe there. That's an interesting thing. Um, do you, do you, are there black people? Are there other races that come? Because I do feel that, mm-hmm. that, that, like, within the Christian community, it is very segregated as far as yeah. who goes to what church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I forget who said this, but there's a pretty well-known quote that's like the most segregated hour in America is like 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Wow. Um, Which, yeah, I mean, so here at my church, Vermont is like one of the widest states in the entire country. And so that's true, but I also don't want to erase the fact that there are black folks, there are people of color here in the state as well. Um, so there are, my church is overwhelmingly white. Yeah. So there's not anyone of color that comes to the service? There is, there is. Okay. We have- like, well, we, we have, have Bill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but, um, but as the, the church has 
a racial justice group that recently started re like meeting again after they they kind of paused for a time when they were without a minister before I got here. And now they're back up and running. And it's like, so what do they really, do at racial justice group? So they've done like book studies. Okay. And they've done like a lot of sharing from their own experience. And it really, I was really proud of them for how like vulnerable and like real they were in, they've been in conversation. So, right. yeah. So I'm pretty proud of them for that. What's and, up like, with this? Cool. With, I mean, it, in the South, I mean, it's just like, I mean, I grew up with it in my ear, hearing it in church. Black people and white people cannot marry. You cannot be together. It's mm, it's wow. a sin to, which I, I mean, I know that is not true at all. I think it's, I, I was disgusted by it when I heard it as a kid. And I'm just like, just like always just like this. They doesn't, said that in your church? Yeah. That, that is, is it, that is a sin to for. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That wasn't and a thing. It doesn't that say was... that in the Bible, does it? No. No, 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 no. Um, in your face. Yeah, that was not, not a thing that was said out loud at my church um, growing up. But, like, there were definitely, like, racist ideas that I, like, just absorbed from, like, being mm -hmm. around it. But it's like they would play it in a way of like, no, we love everyone. That yes. just that's a sin and like that's wrong. So I'm not racist. I'm just Christian. Yeah. Like, in a in a like yeah. we all sin. That's just your yeah. sin kind of way. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. And it's like, well, it's your sin. You're a racist. That's bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Thank you so much again for joining us. This has been fun. I hope you're having fun. I'm Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Had a great time. Saying, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry for all the juggalo jokes. No. <laughs> no, you're not. Insane clown pastor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um that. I'm curious, like, are you very like animated and like your um is it like when a I performance? Preach? Yeah. I I'm not super animated. My energy tends to. Do you be ever like, say, "Can I get an amen"? I should. I want <laughs> to get to that place. Um, might take some little warm, like a bit of warming up. Yeah, you probably need yeah. to do like to we, can, we can send you some improv warm ups to do. Oh before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that you works. hit the stage, that works. <laughs> That's awesome. I did um, though um, in preaching class. At yeah, seminary, cool. Ooh, preaching we, class. Preaching class, yeah. We got like an hour to work with a like an an acting coach, essentially, um, and oh, a speaking wow. coach. Um, and she was awesome. In just like the hour we had together, she like had me breathing differently, like in ways that I still use. So like, wow. So I have like, yeah, yeah. it's like a conscious. Thing. And I mean, if you got to work with like a Yale, like Yale has one of the best theater programs in the nation. So yeah. you you got trained by the best. It was That's fun. Cool. Yeah, we did like That's some weird. embodiment stuff and then breathing. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. So cool. Like, I feel like I could literally like sit here and talk to you all day about all of it. Um but obviously, we would love to have you back if you're down. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This Definitely. Is, I made the make sure I made the executive decision for Allie. I'm okay. like, no, we're in. Sorry about that, Allie. <laughs> make sure that there are at least as many Juggalo jokes the next time, though. Yes. Or don't, I'm out. Don't allow them that because they're gonna come in. Well, guess what? Okay. They're gonna come on with face paint. Next. You know time. who I think is a secret Juggalo girl, Anne. Oh, because everybody thinks it's gonna be boy Anne. It's gonna be girl Anne and boy Anne's boring. That's a sister. hot take. That's, yeah, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking I about. I love. Boy I Anne think yeah, boy Anne's sister for sure. <laughs> sure, is it? Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Oh, Corinne, I wanted absolutely. to ask about this. I thought it was really yeah. interesting that you were saying that you use she, they, he pronouns. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I could talk about that. 
So when I was like leaning into my non-binary identity, I was like, I should probably think about pronouns. Um, but I would get really stressed out when I tried to think about like choosing one set. And I eventually got to the point where I was like, this probably shouldn't be stressing me out this much. So I was like, well, I'll just try she, they, and he. And then at some point, if it becomes clearer that I want to like pick one or two, then I'll do that. But right now that feels good. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Is there one that, like for me, it feels very natural for me to say they when speaking Mm -hmm. to you (laughs) as though I get to choose. (laughs) Yeah. But is there, is well, I guess that's what you were stressed out about. I'm like, is there one that feels like the best? Yeah. But then I'm like, that's what like you that, just told me you were stressed out about. Literally takes like a burden off or a stressor off, I'm yeah. sure. It Maybe does. Maybe not a burden, but it's just like a freedom. Of yeah. Like, actually, yeah. Yeah, and it makes me feel good, you know. The people who are closest to me know to like mm-hmm. use a little bit of all of them. Ooh, um, sprinkling. Yeah. So it'll be fun. A like, gender sprinkle. I love it. Yeah. I love it. A I don't know why I did this. Yeah. Little, exactly. little gender sprinkle. Just sprinkle a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. I love so that. So it's fun. Like, I perk up a little bit when my girlfriend calls me, like, refers to me as, like, a guy or, like, uses he pronouns. And then mm-hmm. she'll throw it, like, use, it, use they. My mom calls yeah. ever he and ever is very turned on it. by it. Yeah. Well, you and Miss Deborah have a very special relationship. We so. have a very special thing going on. <laughs> you do. I'm thrilled yeah. for you both. Yeah. Yeah. We have a great thing. But if if she tells me one more time, you just don't get it. Ever and I are so close, and I'm like, shut up, quit trying to steal my person. Um, how is Miss Deborah doing? Um. She's she's okay. I think what well, she's having some issues with her phone and she needs to take a trip to Boost Mobile, she said. <laughs> Uh-oh. But my mom's phone breaks. Like I've been like, "Hey, I'm going to get a new iPhone. I and then I'm going to give you this one." She, I don't want that shit. I don't want it. I know I can't use that thing. But she has like some kind of like smartphone now, so like she can figure that out and like get on Instagram and write insane messages mm-hmm. to ever like <laughs> Right. But truly. doesn't want truly. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning <laughs> Mama's a lot. learning a lot as special well. Special relationship. Yeah. It's a it's a special relationship. Yes. Yeah. It is. Um. D- is there anything about not having sex before marriage? Do you have? Do in, you have? In do the you Bible? have sex? <laughs> I I do. I do yes! not feel the need. Yeah. <laughs> Praise I do him. not feel the need to, Whoa. to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Let's, cool. And gender listeners. Intimate. Feel yeah, free. Listeners, go for it. With consent. But like yes. sure. Go for it. Yeah. The Reverend says Look at do it. <laughs> Ever said Ellie. Six. <laughs> I haven't had it in a minute. <laughs> yeah, how's that going for you, Ever? You know that it's not going well. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Is your girlfriend in the church? She, so she actually lives in the city, lives in New York. <laughs> You're going to say she lives in the church. She actually, oh, fun. she lives in she my lives church. in the bell tower. She just, yeah, lives, exactly. Yeah, like up She lives there. in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the city? Very cool. Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you have to cool. let me know when you come, and we can hang out. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. Okay. She's she's awesome. So her, r- like, religious background is she was raised very Catholic and, like, mm-hmm. like went to Catholic school, like, all the way through. Um, and Hot. now is estranged from like the church and like has a lot understandably you know being a queer mm-hmm. person 
um, and a and a woman, frankly, also yeah. coming from like a Catholic background. But she was really supportive of what I do. And for me, I don't need like my partner, or my girlfriend to be like as into church as me, like not many people mm-hmm. are. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and like, so yeah, it's Has fun. she come and see, does she come and see you preach? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. when she's. That's cool. That's gotta feel like a rush. It's like, fun. I, I'm like, oh, I would yeah. be a little hurt baby. if I was dating oh, yeah. somebody and like, I'd be like, oh, you don't want to come to my show. <laughs> okay, so the joke is that she calls it my weekly show. Um, yes. Like my set. That's like funny. I have to write yes. a new set every week, which is kind of true. Um, wow. So, That's hard. Yeah. So she she's like has performed in shows before. She used to have a show with a friend of hers, a comedy show. So she likes to joke about my set nice. which feels that's awesome real. yeah yeah that's cool and Congrats. like the church loses it when she's here like they're so excited oh i awesome. love that that's awesome it's that's really very cute. cool mm-hmm. i love that's it that's awesome yeah. all right well i right, think then. that's the end for now mm-hmm. awesome. um but yeah do you want to take us out with a prayer to god or a prayer to clay aiken Ooh. Oh, I have a Southern gay icon. Yes! Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Southern gay icon? Yeah, let's okay. hear it. Um, I have a serious one and a not-so-serious one. So, actually, Ooh, I have We've two. never done a serious one. Let's hear oh, it. Yeah. Is okay, that okay? Serious? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm going to start with a tomato sandwich. That is my... Ooh. Especially mm-hmm. now, like, late August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, But it has... Okay, it has to be either white bread yeah. or sourdough. I'll allow sourdough. I there think has it's to be white mayo. bread. White bread. Yeah, white bread. There has to be mayo. Yeah. There has to be salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then tomato, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah, else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're all in agreement here. We're all good. in okay. agreement. Congregation is in agreement. Yes. Southern okay. gay icon, one. tomato and white bread. Yes, my other one, who's actually a person, is uh, Tig Notaro. I'll name. Oh I'll name Tig. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, yeah, because Tig has also talked about like the church and you know how mm-hmm. that came into their lives and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, would you like to say um, which one of those was the serious okay? one? Was it the tomato? Yeah. Which sandwich? one of those was the serious? I'll let you decide. I feel like Tig <laughs> would be fine with like not knowing. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for being gay with us. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so fun. Yeah. If y'all are listening, you're gay. <laughs> you're all. I don't know gay. if you want to do that. You're all, you're gay. all gay. All of you. My friend's this husband that my... listens all week. Gay. I'm here to support you, and you want to tell her. <laughs> you're gay. Definitely you're gay. gay. Yeah. This is yeah. You're gay. The Reverend says this you're is... gay. <laughs> hey y'all, hey y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. Italian ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay. y'all it's Allie Clayton and Ever Maynard from Y'all Gay Podcast and I want to let you know about a great deal we have with Factor. Factor is absolutely delicious. I personally use it. My favorite is the honey mustard chicken and the herb crusted chicken. Eating better is easy with Factor. Delicious. They're ready to eat meals. Every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. There's two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. 
Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. All y'all need to do is head to factormeals.com slash y'all gay 50 and use code y'all gay 50 to get 50% off. The code is y'all gay 50 at factormeals.com slash y'all gay 50 and y'all get 50% off. Woo, what a deal. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.